to episode 134 of Fire Up Things Out of FireFixedOut.com. Say hello to the I'm going to let it do me as always, Dom Console. Dom, what's going on, man? Yo, 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 what's going on? Not much. I'm sitting here watching the Flyers game on this Monday night. It's it, Flyers usually don't play Monday nights, so it's like it's throwing me off that I'm like watching the Flyers while, you know, the show's show. going on. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, it's 1-1 to the Penguins right now. It's it's always nice to, you know, beat the Penguins. I'm, I'm hoping for a win. Yeah, I, I, I keep seeing on Twitter all night um, that Tyson Forrester, is that his name? Yep. Um, has it has a has a a great shot. Uh, he does have a good uh, shot. So I I was actually gonna pick your brain about that. I don't know enough about him to uh to to I've, say that's a fact or fiction. It's it's a fact. It's a fact. It's like up there quick. with Jeff Carter. Yeah, it's a good. That's a good comp, probably. Like I like it's I, you can't say like Ovechkin, right? Because like right, Ovechkin is the greatest goal scorer of all time. So I, I'm not gonna I put guess, him up there yet. But no, Jeff Carter is probably a really good. Yeah, because, like, Jeff Carter was never – like, I don't think of Jeff Carter's shot as, like, an elite-level shot. Like, you would never put him up there. Like, you wouldn't compare Jeff Carter to, like, Austin Matthews or something like that. Like, Right. But it's kind of the next tier he, down. He's probably the best sniper that we've seen, right, in a Flyers uniform in our lifetime? Um, I need to see more first. No, no, no Jeff Carter, I mean. Oh, Jeff Carter. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. The thing is, like, what's that saying? <laughs> exactly. That, that I'm trying to think of like right. other snipers, and now that I mean, they really have in our lifetime. Right. I, I mean, as great as Lindros was, and he scored a ton of goals. I don't like his goals came like dirty. Like I don't, I don't think yeah. of him as like a sniper. Not yeah, you're yeah, Jeff Carter. <laughs> Jeff Carter might be. <laughs> I had a couple forty goal seasons. Not bad. Yeah, yeah, but you know, when you think sniper, like when you think like the best, you know, of your of, of your you know lifetime, you're thinking of like the elite level, right? Players and and it was really forty. It was really just a few years here. Like it wasn't crazy long. Like what five, yeah. six, seven seasons? Uh, I would say like well, he was on that the Phantoms team, right? Yeah, in oh four, four. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. So I guess he was a rookie the year after. Yeah, he was a rookie about 05, 06, something like that. It, it, yeah. It'd be really helpful if we had something right in front of us that could help us. Uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess he was a rookie in 05 and was out of here by 11. Yeah, because they made the trade in, I think, June of 11, I believe. Um, yeah, the, the Mike Richards, Jeff Carter. Well, not in the same trade. but Right, but the, you know, they kind of they wind up, up playing with each other. So the rookie season was 05, 06. I believe you sniped that. Um, sniped, no pun intended. <laughs> um, 23 goals is a rookie season. Then 14, 29, 46, 33, 36. So here he only had one. Oh, only one 40 goal season. Okay. Yeah. It has, uh, did so he have any more? One, two, three, four, five, seven, six seasons. Then, no, he hasn't touched the, his. The highest he's gotten since then was 32 back in 16, 17. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm trying to now. Now I got to There's got to be somebody I'm missing that you could think of like better. Like Giroux doesn't. Ha- it wasn't. No, like Giroux's sniper. not really. No, like he played here long enough. He's a where, playmaker. Like, yeah. Right. He played here long enough where I'm sure you know the goal stats. Like he's gonna be up there. Right. But actually, let me look up like the Flyers' top you know goal scorers in franchise history. Um, see if there's anybody that like we grew up kind of yeah. watching. Um, Briere wasn't really like a t- like a top score. Like he was a nice player. No, 
Um, All right, so we have Bill Barber, Brian Prop, Tim Kerr. None of these guys we saw. Bobby Clark, yep. no. Uh, John LeClaire, but like uh, he yeah. kind of saw the tail end of it. Yeah, he he's number five on the Flyers' goal list. Okay. Uh, Rick McLeish, Reggie Leach, and then Claude Drew's number eight in franchise goals. But again, like he just played here so long that like right. the goals are going to pile up. He was never really a sniper. I mean, the only time he he had a he had a good one timer on the power play. That's yeah. I mean that's the best shot that he do, had was do, on the do power goals play. do goals count on the game winning shootout. No, on shootout now. Okay. Doesn't count. Just say because he got a couple of shootout wins, but uh, Eric Lindros nine, Simone Gagne ten. Gagne, okay. Yeah, but again, I, mean, I, I don't, I don't really know think he's a like sniper. sniper right, right. right. Mark I, would, Recky, I wonder what his stats are here. Who's that? Uh, Recky. Like, like uh, I mean, not Recky. Um, Gagne. Sorry. Before I get to Gagne. Like on this list, Sean Couturier is 18th in franchise history in goals. Like you would right. never think of Sean Couturier as they've only been around since like '67 too. So like they're, yeah. they're not they're not like Toronto and and like Montreal and and New York where they're like they've been around since like the 20s or 30s or whatever. True. Yeah. True. Uh, I mean, that's a good point. Um. All right. So let me see. Here. Okay. Gagne's had had has had two 40 goal seasons. He almost right. had a 50 piece. In 05-06. Um, 05-06. Yeah, 47 goals. Um, you have 47 goals and he had under 80 points. That's crazy. Yeah, I, well, I think he's I'm a very underrated player. That 05-06 season, was that, was that the season they finished like dead last? Or was no, that, that was the year after. I think 06-07. Because I think 06-07 was when was the J, uh, JBR Patrick Kane debacle. Okay. That's not, yeah, two yeah. straight forty goal seasons. That's crazy. Yeah. If yeah, people like you said, forty seven goals and only seventy nine points is kind of yeah. wild. But yeah, I mean, he played here what one, two, three, four, five, six, eleven seven, years, eight, nine, ten seasons, eleven. And, and, well, like, at the, yeah, at the end of the, his career. Oh, uh, uh, right, 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 right. But you know, yeah. his his main stint was was ten. But yeah, I mean, guy, people love Gani here. That's a decent rookie year too. Uh, twenty goals, forty-eight points. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, you take that any day as a as a rookie. I I I, I am a, I am a Gagne stand. You're one of the you're one of the fanboys. Well, I I like Gagne, but like I think he's a little. I think people I, are a little over. I would say he's Gagne. probably top five of my favorite flyers ever. Closer to five than to one. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. No, I mean, that's probably. I, I don't know if he would be in my top five. I don't think he would be. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we got on this. Yeah. this discussion. I, I would, I would say. I mean, we could keep, we, we could, yeah, we could yeah, let's keep going with it. Uh, going. I, I, would, I think I would say all we have scheduled tonight is Eagles. So right, we'll right. Get to that that's, that's what I figured. Uh, yeah, I, I would say my top five off the top of my head, and these are only the guys that I've watched playing. Like I can't put like Bobby Clark in there or like because I don't watch Bobby Clark. Sure. So yeah. the, I mean, you watch the all top... the documentaries and all the highlights sure. you want. But... <clears throat> right. I mean, these are the top five guys that like. My favorite players, I would say it's probably in no order: Gagne, Drew, Teeminen. Uh, I always forget about Teeminen for some reason. Like I don't. He's really underrated too. Really? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I agree. Um, I maybe I guess Richards is in there. You put Simmons in there? No, no? Simmons is in that same boat with me for like. 
Utley and, and Ertz. Uh, I, I appreciate what he did. Um, but I'm not just as not much like as the, the fan base. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got gotcha. um, So you named four, right? Who, who was the yeah. four again? Timonen, Giroux, Gagne, probably Mike Richards. Okay. Just because of, like, you know, he had that, like, Bobby Clark thing in him. He probably wasn't as good, but, uh, oh, man. I'm trying to think of, like, a, like a, like a guy, like a Gagne, where like they, they, or like a Giroux, where like they, they were here for a long time, and uh, like oh a, man, like Hartnell or Voracek. I did like really, you know, who I really liked as a kid, but I saw the end of, kind of the end of him, uh, Eric Desjardins. Okay, I did like him a lot growing up. Uh, but honestly, it, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know who that fifth guy would be. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who my five would be. Because I, I don't remember Lindros that much. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I remember, I remember at least the tail end of Lindros. Right. Um, and like how dominant. I remember one of the first like video games I ever had with NHL '99 with Lindros on the cover. Like at his height, like I mean, Lindros was insane. Sure. So Lindros is definitely in the top five for me. Uh, Drew's in the top five. Uh, after I, that, like I, I don't. I, I mean, Mike Richards is up there. Um, it's it's Pronger's probably in the top five. Yeah, but but him, no, but well, that's the thing with Primo. It's like it's like Primo and Pronger. Primo's definitely like, up there, by the way. But yeah, but yeah, for me, like Primo. they weren't here. Too too too. Like I'm trying to find a guy that was like here well, Primo, for a while. Well, Primo was what five six years. Was he? Was it that long? Or was it was it not that long? I mean, no, he might have been like ninety, like ninety eight, ninety nine to like two thousand six. So yeah, Primo would probably be up there for me too. Then one, two. So he ninety nine is when he got traded here. He played twenty three games for the Flyers. Uh, so one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, six seasons. Okay, but that but the sixth season is when he got the concussion. Only played nine games. Okay, and then nothing hasn't hasn't played since. Yeah, no, I, I mean I I love Primo. Um, I mean that's even to this day I still wear the number twenty five because of Did- Primo. Did you ever see? Uh, did you ever hear the interview he had? Um, I don't. I don't remember where it was. Uh, he was he on Spit and Chicklets or a Primo? Uh, I forget where. I, not I forget. that I remember. Okay, I forget Maybe where I read was, the interview or saw the, heard the interview. It, may, it might have been. It, it might have been somewhere else. Uh, like within the last three to five years, probably. Okay. Um, he he talks about the the five overtime game the um against Pittsburgh in the playoffs, and he said he said. What people don't remember is within the first like twenty or thirty seconds of the first overtime, I forget who he said it was. Somebody took a shot from the point and like it like just met it like dinged right off the post and almost went in. And he said like, and we wound up going to five overtimes. And like, if that would have just went in, it would have been over. And it would have been you would have never heard about this. You know, right. it would this game would have never been remembered to be what what it is. Yeah. So he said, I just you know I just think that's like kind of funny. That is um, funny. No, I love yeah. I love Primo. I, I loved. I mean, I loved a guy like J- uh, Jeremy Roenick, although he really wasn't here all that long either. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, Chris Pronger. But that was I, really only about two seasons, if that, because of, because I, of the injury. I don't. It's so funny because I remember the Eagles losing to Tampa in 2 but I don't remember the Flyers losing to Tampa in '04. For I some remember, reason. I remember exactly what it was. That was the first time. In my life, that I cried you over sporting event victory. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I remember I was I was down at Uncle Shore House and I was watching it on you know in his living room and I remember going to the bedroom and just sobbing. Yeah, I I would say my first heartbreak was O two for the Eagles, but I don't remember like I I but I don't I don't remember much after that or before it. 
uh, I just remember getting so excited for the game and then lose because they were supposed to win. Yeah, uh, and then losing and uh, dude, I even like painted my face green. Yeah, last game at the vet. Yeah, yeah, that was what um, I was saying. Last game at the vet. Yeah. But it's so funny because I don't remember the year after '03 for the Eagles. I don't remember '04 for the Flyers. I would say like my first. You don't remember? You don't remember like the uh, like the Super Bowl? Uh, I remember the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but like it's so funny because I obviously know too. I was. Six, seven, yeah, seven like something six like that. Seven, yeah. Um, so I don't. I like just watching the Eagles lose. I don't. I never. I didn't understand it. It's just that I want the Eagles to win. Right. Um, you know, and then around the, uh, even yeah. e- right, and then even like the Super Bowl, it was like you know I, I under I under I, I you I understood a little bit more because it was like two three years later and um I don't know I just don't remember oh four that much um I don't remember oh one the Sixers finals I don't uh but I will say my earliest Flyers memory is really when the Phantoms won and those guys came up. Mm-hmm. And then when they – I went to an Orange Crush event, uh, like at the stadium, like my school went, and uh, I, I don't know, maybe I was in like third grade or something, um, or fourth grade, something like that. And it was uh, Bob Kelly and uh, Dave Schultz were there. Okay. like They were like signing autographs. Dave Schultz got... is always there. Like, I don't know if he yeah. still is, but I know he was there for a long time. Yeah, always, Bob Kelly too. Yeah, 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 always up in the press box, just you know, talking to yeah. people, shaking hands, yeah. So I would say my first like early like like real like like actual memory because I remember watching Flyers games, um, but I would say like my first like real like big memory was uh, that play that that specific playoff run um, against Buffalo when when RJ Umberger got crushed at like yeah it wasn't like center ice but, like pretty close to it and he just didn't he wasn't on this planet like that's probably the first <laughs> time I remember a full like playoff series yeah. um, for the Flyers so. Yeah, yeah that, that, hit weird, was, that strange. Hit was vicious. Yeah, I kind of vaguely remember Kapanen. It might have been the same year. Um, it was Sam around Kapanen the same got hurt. time. Yeah, in when Toronto, he the, when he got hit into the board, then he just yeah. couldn't get up. Every time he tried, he would just fall and like was that Domi? Hit the boards again? Uh, what, uh, was it Domi? I don't know. I mean, I I I, uh, I, I, it's a, I don't know. I'm, you know, I mean, let me see if I can pull it up here. Yeah, it was around that same time. I remember. I remember watching that. Um, Darcy Tucker, he was a tough, okay. tough son of a bitch. Okay. Uh, this would have, uh, this is the Eastern Conference semifinals in 04. So yeah, same year. Okay. Um, well, let me try to skip. This I remember where I was for that too. Really? Yeah, I don't know who was in the hospital, but I was visiting somebody in the hospital, and it, honestly, it might have been my dad. Uh, um, and and he got he got no, it couldn't have been, because if it was the playoffs, uh. I don't know who I was visiting, but somebody was in the hospital. I remember visiting somebody in the hospital and and watching this. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me pull it up here. Hansons gets set. The shot is deflected high to the glass. Up comes Oh, boy. Was he hit by Tucker? And we're still on the ice. The Leafs get the puck up there. It's jumped up over the line. Well, a big blow, and they're over there talking to Kapanen, who took that hit from Tucker and looked like a heavyweight boxer who had been knocked out on his feet trying to get to the bench. He's telling Ken Hitchcock he's okay and able to walk now. I don't know, because here's the hit by Tucker. And Kapanen took about 15 seconds to get from just inside the blue line. Looks like me every Monday morning. Leafs had possession of the puck, so they didn't blow. That's probably more accurate. <laughs> um, 
it, it's because I, I I I think the first this was around the first time that I watched like a full seat like started watching like a full season of, of the Flyers. Um, I don't know if this was what year was that? Oh four. I remember that hit. I don't remember that series. Um, yeah, I don't really remember that that series. I mean, the the series that I really remember was the conference finals against Tampa. Okay, and then and then, but I think the the real like like I remember the Flyers watching like a full season every year was probably oh f- probably the year or two after when it was Forsberg and Gagne on the same line. Yeah, yeah Forsberg. That's that's what really kind of got me into hockey. Like you know, yeah, and then I enough. buy the video game, and then that's when you start to learn you know learn the players and. How, yeah. to, how the game works and all. Now, Forsberg was really fun, but, I mean, the problem is they just got him, pat, you know, yeah. him winning two or three cups or whatever it was. He, he had a, he had a, he had a decent prime. run here, though. He did, it just, yeah, he couldn't but, stay on the ice. <laughs> no, the problem was he his foot was hurt like every other day. Like, he just yeah. he couldn't walk, basically. It's so funny, too, because if you ask me about, like, Simone Gagne, I feel like every other fucking game he was out with the flu. Like, I feel yeah. like he always had the flu. Like, every time that the flu, like... Gets sick like, a lot. I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> French Canadian, like yeah, <laughs> but it's funny. It's funny we're talking about like you know feeling heartbreak, like when the Flyers lost in 2010. Like I didn't really feel the heartbreak. I did, but the, only the, because the I didn't Blackhawks. The only reason I did was because at that time in my life I didn't understand what I do now. That like they weren't supposed to be there. Ex- exactly. That's why I really didn't feel the heartbreak. Like yeah, it, it, it was the ride was fun, right? And it was obviously. You know, the 3-0 Boston comeback. Like, they really weren't supposed to be there. They had, you know, three-goalie tandem that, like, and then none they of those the goalies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, no, Montreal. they the two-seed. Montreal was the no, two-seed. No, 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 I'm saying, no, Montreal was eight-seed. The, the Flyers were seven, and the Montreal was an eight. Oh, uh, you know, uh, uh, never mind. Yeah, you're right. They yeah. were, so the Flyers were Boston seven. Boston was a two. That's yeah. what it was. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, because so, uh, they, that, that was the year they also got in on the last day of the season from the show. Yes, the Rangers, yep. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. Um, like they really weren't supposed to. They really weren't supposed to be there. Yeah, they're playing a team that's you know about to be a dynasty, basically, and you know they had goalies that shouldn't have. You know, that weren't NHL. I don't want to say they weren't NHL caliber goalies, but they're not goalies that you expect to take you to the Stanley Cup. Sure. I I was just talking to somebody who writes for us, um, Billy. Uh, I was talking to him recently because he asked me what I thought were like the biggest heartbreaks ever. And he, he had mentioned that and he's a little, you know, a little bit younger than us. So, um, I, I kind of compared it to the Phillies last, not this past season, the year before where like, it was, yeah. it, they kind of just weren't really like supposed to be there. And it was just, a, it hurt, but it wasn't just like a magical run. Yeah. Yeah. But it did hurt, but it's not, it, it's kind of, it's not comparable to this year because this year, you know, they were obviously supposed to be better in it and it, and it really hurt. With the way they lost, but yeah, like I, the the 3-0 comeback to Boston like outweighs yeah. the, pain the actual of, yeah of the of losing the Stanley Cup. Yeah, like that was much more fun than any you know than anything we experienced really in our lifetime as Flyers fans. Yeah, that was the uh, the first time I got to go to Broad Street. I think was right? it after that game? Oh no, no, obviously the Phillies. Duh. Uh, yeah, that was the, the first time I got. That. It's the first time yeah, I went right. to Broad Street for the Flyers. But right. We we were getting yeah. used to that at that time. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, because you had the you had the Phillies in 08, Phillies again in 09, with yeah. how far they got. Yeah, it's I mean, so. um hopefully the Flyers can get back there. One day. <laughs> um Oh, you wanna talk wanna talk birds now? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So obviously not the result 
anybody wanted. Um, they just got they got their asses kicked. Uh, to be yeah. fair, I don't think this. I think the scoreboard is worse than the game was. If that makes sense. Well, yeah, because I I feel like at the end of the game they kind of, uh, it, it was over and they kind of just ran up the score a little bit. Yeah. Too. Yeah, and I mean, it was late in the game, and and you know, the early on, the Eagles couldn't get it in the end zone, and I just overall I think it was a much closer game than the scoreboard indicates. Um, sure, yeah, I mean, to a certain, I yeah, mean, n- certain not degree. not that there's moral victory, right? I mean, they, right. At the end of the day, they still got their ass kicked, right? And and uh, listen, I, I've seen a lot about it about the officiating and I, like I'm I'm not blaming the, I'm not blaming the refs. Anytime you lose 42, what was it 42 to 1760? What was the final score? Uh I think it was 19 f- something like that, yeah. Yeah, so anytime you get you lose by that much, it, it, it's not the refs fault, right? The the ref isn't the reason why they can't punch it into the end zone in the first two drives, right? Like uh, the, the refs aren't the reason why they can't, you know, why they couldn't stop the, you know, the, the Niners in the second half of the game. Were, the, were there missed calls? Sure. There's missed calls in every game. Every game right. for both sides, there's missed calls. I'm not here to blame the referees for them getting their ass kicked. I, I agree with you. Uh, I think there were only... So, the amount of um, times that I've seen Eagles fans say that's not a penalty, <laughs> I mean, I, I think there were three of them that they actually did miss, and I don't think any of them affected the outcome or would have affected the outcome. Uh, I think the Debo, I think it was the touchdown. There was the, a hold. Uh, the hold. Yeah. That, was a, that was a clear hold. Uh, the McCaffrey touchdown, there was a clear hold on Morrow. And then uh, the Quez Watkins, I thought was interference. Everything else I thought was pretty fair, pretty yeah, and spot then, like, on. And then well, early on, there was like, oh, well, they, they, they called the offsides late. It's like, well, just because it's late doesn't mean it's not well, a penalty. I actually, like, no, I, penalty. I, I actually do think they called a couple of them late. I, I still don't a penalty. disagree because yeah, sure. you call it late. I mean, sure. it's still a penalty. Absolutely, but I don't think you. I don't think it's a good look to call it late. I, I think I, I do think that there has to be some kind of, um, you know, I, I don't even know what the word is, but you know, some kind of 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 quicker way to to, to throw a flag. I mean, sure. I, yeah. I just don't know why you call, you wait five seconds to throw a flag for an offside. Like that's pretty quick. Agreed. I agree. So, I, I mean, not th- there were penalties. There definitely were penalties. It's just right. You know, yeah, you just wish they were a little bit quicker. That's all. Yeah, but I mean, I just I just think it's hard. It's just I just seen way too many people blaming the referees for them getting their ass kicked. And yeah, they just they just they didn't they didn't show up. I mean, it's they were out coached. They were yeah, hundred percent. They were out coached. They were outplayed. I mean, the the Niners wanted it more, right? Like this is the Niners Super Bowl. They they wanted their revenge from the. NFC, uh, the NFC title game last year, like th- this was an emotional game for the for the Niners. Yeah, which is why I, I actually thought it was going to work in the Eagles' favor. But well, yeah, I think it was really important for them to try to score on one of those first two drives that they wound up kicking the field goal because the Niners are that type of they are that team that when they go down early, they they they're losers and they and they're out of games like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. They they, they kind of take themselves out of games. Um, so that's why it was really important to score those two touchdowns early that they couldn't. Uh, yeah, they, they had a chance to go the field goals. Yeah, they had the chance to go fourteen nothing. Right, um, um, and instead six nothing. Like right, that's that's an issue. Um, I just think that Jalen Hurts is so good that he kind of masks how bad, uh, <laughs> like the the offensive coordinator is. Um, <laughs> especially in the second halves. Fair. Especially in the second halves. Um, I just like. I don't know, man. Like, I think you have this type of quarterback that is really good. He's really young. He can use his legs, 
you can get you can get so creative with this team, but like they do nothing. They don't they don't set anybody in motion. You see like the Niners, like I, I think I heard the other day it was like ninety five percent of their snaps somebody's in motion. And like the minute you have somebody in motion, you kind of partially the defense shows their cards. And sure. I just like like it's very vanilla. Yeah, and like in year well, years past you could you could have said the same thing where like the Niners well look look at their personnel, right? But like the Eagles have, you know, talent all over the right. offense. So that's not really an excuse. Right. Like I mean, you know, wide receiver to wide receiver, I, I I give the Eagles the edge there. I give the the only I mean, yeah, McCaffrey's better than Swift. Like that's I think that's sure. obvious. But that's really the only that's really the only plus side that they have again. Like the the only advantage they have against you. They you can you can sit here on on the Eagles. You can look at the Eagles on the offensive side of the ball. Jalen Hurts playmaker, yep. Devontae Smith playmaker, AJ mm-hmm. Brown playmaker. DeAndre Swift playmaker, Dallas I mean, Goddard when healthy playmaker. I was about like, to say, yeah, they're missing <laughs> Goddard. So I, sure, having him, you know, would help. But I, they, I don't, I don't know. I don't think he's make or break. Like it helps no. to have him, yeah, but I don't course. think, I don't think it's again, I don't think it's make or break. I mean, listen, if if you would have told us that they would go four and one in this stretch, um, sure, yeah. I, I mean, we take that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm, I am. I was telling somebody today. I think that this was the perfect loss because of how important it was, and to to the 49ers and their fan base. Like, if there's anything that's going to wake this team up from playing, because honestly, ten wins that's great. But we've seen in these last seven or eight games, like how they've won games, and and you can't win every game from behind you especially in the playoffs like you can't go into the playoffs winning every game from behind so i think it's really good that they got punched in the mouth at home against this specific team to where maybe this is like a wake-up call maybe this is something where like they say that can't happen again especially to that team if we see them again in january at what point does and it's probably way too late in the season for us to happen but at what point does nick sirani say all right i'm i'm gonna take over the play calling because I th- I feel like that could open things up. It could. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like it just feels so vanilla this year. Like like just the- and I feel like we said that a little bit at times in the past. Um, we did. We said a lot last year, but last year yeah. we were winning games, right? And winning them with the van- right, right, with yeah. the vanilla offense. But um, like that was like the biggest knock last year. It was like, <laughs> you know, they're, they're they're they have ten wins, but you know, and and it was vanilla, but the plays were. It feels like in better spots where, like, yeah, here, were, here, if second yeah. along and you're running some sort of, you know, dunk screen that's going to get you two yard. Like, I feel like they were just in better spots last year. Yeah. Um, with that being said, like, I, I, um, it sucks that they lost yesterday, but I'm not worried. Like, yeah. this whole city is worried. I mean, like, I, I get it. I think the San Fran and Dallas games are more important than. The Chiefs in Buffalo, obviously, yeah, because of of seeding purposes. Um, if it comes down to the end of the year and it's between them and San Francisco, they have the same record. San Francisco obviously gets the edge, but like, I don't know. I I I'm I with with how easy the end of this year for the Eagles are the last what four game three games four games whatever it is or three games. Um, I I'm I I'm I'm as cool as a cucumber. I I'm fine. I know this whole city is just very worried right now. Well, 
it's it's overreaction on both sides, right? Anytime they win and anytime they lose, like sure. after each win, uh, we're They're the greatest team ever. Exactly. We're winning the Super Bowl. After yeah. the loss, it's like, ah, oh, we're making the playoffs. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still think they're going to have trouble with the pass defense. Um, they're like dead, almost dead last in the league, I think. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about, um, Shaq Leonard and, and kind of what you think he yeah. can bring. Like, who knows what he has left. Right. I mean, he's, he's not old. He's like 28 years old. But the injury, five, six years. Yeah. Yeah. The, but the, the injury is there. Uh, the injury history, I should say. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows what you know what he's gonna be, but stepping in, stepping in right now, I would say he's he might be your best linebacker. Like, well, immediately. yeah, yeah. I mean, for I, sure. It's, did you? I mean, yeah. Morrow got absolutely cooked on Sunday. Like he was. I think yeah. he, he gave up 175 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is like he's not supposed to be like prime Ray Lewis either. But no, um, but every now and then he makes a nice play. Uh, but yeah, the Shaq Leonard thing, like, I mean, like this could turn out to be a great thing. This could turn out to be a solid thing. Like, I, I think he's fine. And I think all they need is something, somebody who's fine. Uh, I'm, I, I'm excited to see him play. I, I want to see what he has left in him. Sometimes these guys move from places and they kind of get that research, like the resurgence, uh, like Drew Brees, like when he left San Diego, he went to, you know, New Orleans injury prone. Went to New Orleans, played almost every game in his career for for New Orleans. And listen, Shaq Leonard's not a comparable linebacker to what Breeze is Breeze as quarterback. Hall of Fame quarterback, right? Yeah. Right. But I don't know. I just I just think that there's sometimes there's guys that leave it somewhere that they they just it doesn't work. DeAndre Swift, like it just was not working in Detroit. Never played. Like comes here and he's played every game so far. He's played every snap that he's asked to play. And I just think sometimes a change of scenery, a good culture, can really change a guy. Yeah, especially when like Shaq Leonard is coming from, you know, an Indianapolis Colts team that was, I, I guess, kind of rebuilding. The front office was a mess. Then you go into like you're coming to the Eagles, which, by all accounts, is a very stable front office, good yeah. ownership, a team that's competing for a Super Bowl. I mean, it could really. Um, the Colts are going to make the playoffs, though. Are they? Yeah. With Garner Minshew at the helm, huh? They're seven and five. They they're in a playoff spot right now. So back to but is the callback Garner Minshew better than Danny Dimes? Um, no. <laughs> to be fair, Danny Dimes hasn't played in what, right four or five weeks, probably even longer than that. Yeah, maybe, maybe even longer, right? Um, even if he is, I'm never gonna admit that. Um, <laughs> but I don't realize uh, I don't realize they've been winning games. Like what's yeah, the deal seven with five. What, what's the deal with Richardson? Has he been? Has he? Uh, since, no, he's been out. Yeah, he's been out like this whole since like, most like, of the year or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. dude, Pittman, man, Pittman's a a real, been great. a real receiver. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna have a thousand yards this year. Um, he's been great. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I I just yeah, but I agree. I I mean, they're not as stable as the Eagles. Like, like I I've been reading things all weekend about how he came here and it was just totally different. Like it was just totally, he you could tell like he was infatuated with the organization and um, I guess you could go somewhere like 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 Dallas. As much as we hate Dallas, like Dallas is kind of a sexy option, right? Like, like to any player who's looking to compete to, sure. to try to win some, you know. Um, so, I just i i i think he Flyers came here and oh, uh, did they? I mm. so i i think he came here and even though the Eagles lost, I just think it was more him watching the Eagles because he said he was going to make his decision after the game um, against San Francisco. But like, I just think it was more like 
how does how does this like organization run? How does this organization? What is what is their scheme like? Well, let me watch a game and figure out if this is something that I can envision myself in the middle of the field. Um, so I, I yeah, I just I just think they're they're a top organization in sports, one of the top organizations in sports, and you know, kind of signing a guy like him this late in the season when he's going to go to your rival or, or close right. to be going to your rivals says a lot. Yep. Yep. Exactly. But it's is the defense. Because obviously they struggled a lot defensively. Is is the defense? Can, can you blame Howie for it? Right. Like I feel like I feel like a, they've relied too much on younger guys taking big steps, and we haven't really seen it. Right. Like I, Jordan Davis has been nice, but not like they're, they. I think they've relied. See, on I think him. he's been really good. I, no, I think he's. I think he's been really good, and I, I, I didn't mean to single him out, but like I'm talking yeah, yeah. more. I'm talking more so Nicobe Dean. Right. They expected him to be an everyday. I know injuries have kind of hampered that a little bit. Well, yeah, that's they why he him to dropped to the third round. Right. Yeah, right. But I, I know they expect him to be an everyday player right, this sure. year. No, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, like yeah, um, Sydney, Sydney, uh, Sydney Brown. They expect that from Reed Blankenship, who's you know still fairly young in this league. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Jalen Carter, who's also been very good, but they've relied on so many young guys defensively, and, and they're old guys, and their old guys are just too right. Old. And and <laughs> last year they like. Yeah, they got to the the quarterback, which helps, but they also forced turnovers. Where like we haven't really seen that this year. Like I think they've really missed that out of uh, Garner Johnson because Garner Johnson just and, was a ball hawk. And but also their pass rush was a lot better last year too. It was hard. It's hard to be that good that we're missing him that much. Like I, I mean, was really I, good, I think he's but, good. I don't know if he's the only piece that we're like. Namakatsu came in last year and was really good. Like he he was really solid. And and like like uh, Hassan Reddick was on a different level last year than he is this year. Yeah, is he and Brandon Graham just, had a career year. No, I like, get that. But why why Hassan like why has Hassan Reddick slowed down? You think like he's not I don't know. He's, he's not the same player he was last year. It's I I just I I think I think it's more the scheme than anything. Schemes, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they didn't blitz. I mean, they blitzed a, a lot last year. A lot compared to the last 10 years like like they've they blitzed I, I if i had to put money on it i would say last year was probably the most they've blitzed in yeah, the last think, like six I, seven eight years i don't think the size afraid to blitz i've, I've seen a blitz, blitz a decent amount hardly the blitzes i'd have to find it's I'd always find a four-man rush okay it's always a four-man Which rush they're not and, getting and the quarterback the pro- with because they don't rotate these guys anymore like yeah like that's what that i was telling somebody today too i i'm very curious in what his ideas are because like like does he just not believe in the blitz does he not believe in the rotation because it just feels like and they don't have the guys to rotate this year like they did the last yeah. you know since 2017 really um so and and these guys are a lot older too uh, but i don't know or, or like, he or he doesn't trust his linebackers and secondary where if this it guy could if be. the quarterback gets the ball off quick it could be all the above too screwed. yeah right yeah right so um I, I just think I think your defensive line makes your secondary a lot better, um, but sure. he just like even even in the situations where you have to blitz, he doesn't blitz. Like he sends a four man rush every single time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's just you know again they got their they got their ass kicked and there's nothing to it. But it's just I just think you know Shaq Leonard coming in day one I think is their best linebacker right now. And yeah, I don't, I'm absolutely. Curious. I'm curious to hear what he does. Yeah, you know, I mean, I imagine he's playing against the Cowboys next week, right? Uh, I uh, yeah, right. I'd Cowboys. assume so. Yeah, I would assume so too. But like, I guess the question is, what can we expect? Because like, 
I don't think Byard's been that great. He's had a, no. a nice game against the Chiefs, and that was he had a nice it. play. <laughs> no, yeah, fair enough. He had a nice play against the Chiefs. Yeah, but it's because we we I think we expected a little more from him, and he hasn't been great. What what, what do we expect from Shaq Leonard? I mean, I don't I don't know. Yeah, um, I like I'm I'm trying to find the blitz numbers. Uh, I I think that you're like I said, he just has to be better than like a little bit better than like Morrow. Jesus Christ, um, he's just got to be like. Better than Morrow, better than, you know, kind of, kind of what Nicobe Dean was, kind of earlier this year, like a sol- you know, a solid player, uh, and I think they succeed that way. If if he's anything better than just fine, we 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 have a diamond in the rough, you know, we have a, we have a great, we, you know, we we found gold in, in garbage kind of thing. Right. Um, I'm looking here. I have blitzing percentages up, but I can't read this damn thing. All right, so third down blitzing percentage, they are third in the entire league. Fourth down blitzing percentage, but that's probably their first in the entire league. That's, I mean, how many chances you get a fourth down blitzing. But third yeah. down blitzing percentage, they're third in the entire league. Where do you? Where did you see that at? I'm on statmuse.com. NFL team blitzing percentage 2023. The Bills are first at 49.7%. The Cowboys are 48.5%. And the Eagles are third, 47.9%. I'm on that too, but it gives me Chicago as number one. Dude, Chicago is number one? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But that's just third down, right? That's just third down, yeah. For some reason, it doesn't have in general. I don't know why. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I'd have to find, I'm sure I could find it somewhere. Yeah. But that's, that's right. the only thing I see is third down. But yeah. third down, third third in the entire league. Right. So I yeah, just it just doesn't feel like they blitz that much. I don't know. No, no, I I feel like I've seen I see it a decent amount, but the the problem is when they do blitz, you probably don't notice it because you know they still don't get pressure, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So the Chicago Bears were first last year. I see it now. Okay, That's what I'm looking at now. So that says twenty twenty three. No, this is twenty twenty three. Yeah. NFL team blitzing percentage twenty twenty three. Uh, now, okay, yeah, I don't know what that number is. Hold on, let me see. I just it says season twenty twenty three. All of them. Yeah, hold on. I'm trying to. Th- yeah, but it's, I don't know what that's. Yeah, like why it has what that's filtered? First. Yeah, right, exactly. Because I filtered over to third down percentage, and that's when I got the Eagles third. Like I, I filtered it to third down percentage, but yeah. I don't know what all these other categories mean on here. Like, what's opponent points? Is that just how many points they've given up? That doesn't tell me yeah. anything about the blitzing percentage. Right. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? So I, that's the only things I see is third down and fourth down percentage. Yeah. All right. So I'm sure I can find it somewhere on get it. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. When we, yeah. When I have, yeah, when I have time to look. <laughs> so. Um. Well, I think I'll start to run the ball more. Like, I, we really didn't see, you know, Swift in this game. Spe- especially early on. 
Right. Yeah, that's really what I mean. And I think think that this, they could overrun on this defense. Um, But, yeah, I I don't know. I, I, I don't think they're a normal offense either, the Eagles. Like, a lot of teams run the ball on first down. They don't because they they can run the ball on third down on third and six yep. even if they don't get it they're going for it on fourth down so i guess that's why they don't run the ball as much early in downs or early in games um but yeah i like i told you man i, I just think this this offense is very vanilla and they just don't do normal things i don't know yeah or they normal but you think they'd run the ball more i don't know yeah i don't know um, all right, so we got uh, Dallas week coming up. Anything else you want to talk about with the game? Uh, no, no. It's just, you know, on to the next one. Yeah, exactly. Dallas, I mean, is this is the biggest game of the season so far. I, I mean, that goes without saying, right? Like, yeah. A chance, I mean, basically, you could, I don't, obviously not seal a division because they'd be, you know, what, two games back or whatever, but, right. Or two games up, but like, it it puts you in firm control of first place the division. Yeah, yeah. Division uh helps with the conference. Um uh, yeah, it's it's a huge game. Again, I don't think if they lose this game they're necessarily out of the running for, for winning, you know, or, be, or getting a one seed. Um, but it really helps if they win this game. Like like yeah. a lot. <laughs> you know what? I I am so I'm now more ever I'm more normal. I'm I'm like talking in circles. I'm <laughs> I am now more than ever convinced that the league is there's a script now. Okay. Because because the because now that they've switched the game to Monday night for the Seattle, they the NFL said all right the Niners have to win this game because we want we want the flex Monday night game to mean something. We want the Giants on Christmas to mean something, and then after that they don't give a shit. It is a little weird, right? To to yeah. flex a game the Monday night. Yeah, and and then the, they come out and lose at home. They they lose by they put up forty. They they give up forty at home. It's weird. The script is weird. The script is real. Listen, Aaron Foster, man, I'm I'm starting to believe. <laughs> it's funny. I keep trying to find the blitzing percentages. It's not an easy stat <laughs> to find. No, it's not. Well, I don't think it's not even like that stat. crazy either. Right? Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why it'd be hard to find, but uh, all right. So I got doubt. I mean, again, I said it all. It's an important game, but how are we feeling? I mean, it's you already beat them once here. You're going to their. You're going to their place. It's not going to be easy. I, I really don't think it will be. I I and I what I think the biggest thing for Sunday's game is going to be is, and they, again they haven't done it all year. We were just talking about it. Um, but I really think what's going to make and it's it's so simple. Get to the quarterback. Like like yep. get there. If you can get to the quarterback, they win this game easily. You create turnovers, you get sacks. Just get, I'm not looking for a ten sack game like they had last year. <laughs> like yep. you know, I'm not looking for that or, or close, something close to it. I'm not looking for a crazy sack. Just get to the quarterback three four times. Yeah, get in his face, create pressure, and the, and Dak is he's had a great year so so far this year. But like he's the type of guy like if you can get if you can get in his face like he, you're gonna create turnovers. So I, you know, I think that's the key to this game is getting in his face and try to create turnovers, score. It's that easy, right? Yeah. Theoretically. <laughs> score more points than your opponent. It helps. Yeah. 
but we'll see. I I can't wait for I can't wait for them to uh you know make the playoffs and and go on a run and get Brian Johnson a job. <laughs> a head coaching cuz there's going to be a lot of head coaching jobs this year. Um which is a good thing for us. So we're we're going to so, try to do the same thing we did with yeah. um, Gannon. Just yeah. just get him a just job. Just start tweeting. Else. Yeah, start tweeting at other teams. Be like, "Man, I really I, you know, what, 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 a pa- the Panthers job, like the Panthers job, like the I'm Patriots gonna, job. Yeah, Belichick's going there, I imagine. No, no way. Yeah, but not nah, Belichick's going. No. Nah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're gonna say like they fired him. I think it's gonna be a mutual mutual thing. They're just both gonna walk away. I don't think so. You don't think so? Not yet. Not yet. I think after the season, I think he's, um, I think he's gone. The, the the like the pan. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna find myself tweeting at the Panthers in in february saying please don't take brian johnson from us he's a great he's a great coach please i the whole city will never forgive you please 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 and hopefully it'll work who did that work for not obviously i it didn't I didn't have work but who who was i tweeting it, it, it was the year before gannon um or a couple the, years who but uh, trying to think who was here before gannon it wasn't well, it might have been Schwartz. a defensive. It might have been a defensive coordinator. Uh, I mean, the offensive coordinator. Right. It wasn't Steichen. No, I forget either. who it was. Maybe it was Gannon the year before. Because wasn't Gannon here for two years? Gannon, yeah, he was here for two years. Yep. I think. I think. Yeah. I think. I think it was the year before he didn't get a uh, head coaching job. So, I think I was tweeting at teams. So I guess it didn't work. But so here I'm on Bleacher Report ranking potential NFL head coaching openings in 2024 offseason after Frank Reich firing. Number six, the Vegas Raiders. Number It's five, possible, yeah. The New England Patriots. I don't think it ever happens. Number four, Chicago Bears. Uh, three, Carolina Panthers. Okay. Number two, Washington Commanders. Okay. And number one, the Los Angeles Chargers. How that guy still has a job is beyond me. Yeah. Uh, well, I think they have their head coach. Two like, of the Chargers? In-house, yeah. Or at least they're going to try it. Who is it? Kellen Moore. Okay. I mean, he hasn't done much to help Herbert this year, anyway. But nah, something. I don't they know. won Her- six nothing, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Isn't Patriots that crazy? Stink. Patriots. It's a are good crazy. uniform matchup. I don't know if you saw. I did not. The the Patriots were their like throwback reds. Okay. With like the guy on the helmet. They were the powder blues. What's that? No, no. The they were the all color. white. They were all white. Okay. And uh. It was it was just that was the it was that was the uniform matchup of the week. Chargers powder the Chargers powder blue are just terrific. it's the greatest uniform in history of sports. I agree, it's one of them for sure. It's up there. Um, you want to do against the spread? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Um, you want to go first? Uh sure. Uh, actually, before you do that, let me give the total from last week. Yeah. Um, so I went three and two. You you're three and one because you have yep. a, something waiting for tonight. Game. Yeah, you have uh, Jags minus seven and a half. Yeah, Jag, yep, Jags minus seven and a half. And then Chris also has the Bengals, or he's he's got the the uh, overs the Bengals Jags over thirty eight and a half. Yeah, that's looking good so far. What's the score so far? Fourteen fourteen. Okay, but um, that brings our totals to you are in first thirty and twenty nine. Looking to stay, you know, <laughs> above five hundred. Um, I am in second, twenty nine and thirty one, and Chris is in third, twenty six and thirty three. He's supposed to be like our like football betting guy. expert, yeah, yeah our betting football, football expert. Football um, guy. He's had a rough season. <laughs> all right, so I got Bucks. Uh, 
I got Bucks Falcons, Bucks plus two and a half. You know how much I love division games. Dude, it's funny you say that. I was looking. This week's full of division games. Yeah. All three of my games are division games that I picked. All of them. I was going to go three, but I only went two. Okay. So Bucks Falcons, Bucks plus two and a half. I got the Texans, Jets, the Texans minus six and a half. See, that's my problem is I always take the Texans. They always win. They wind up winning, but just they don't cover. Yeah. Um, and then I got the Lions. Though, yeah. yeah she's, a, she's a shot looks legit. He does. He looks really good. Uh, I got Lions, Bears, Li- Lions minus three. This is Lions confusing to me. I guess because they're Why? on the road in the division game, but a three. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's I, probably going to move. The, the Lions are a far better team than the Bears. Can't convince me otherwise. The problem with the Lions is they, they go up big early, and then they tend to almost blow it. Yeah, they, but they, they, they almost did that to the Bears. Really, yeah, but they're really good at beating shitty teams, and the Bears are a shitty team. They almost lost to them the other day, a couple yeah, weeks ago. Not, yeah, I guess. They went up big, and or I'm sorry, they were down, actually, and they came back. Yeah, I mean, we, we say it all the time. The division games are just weird and different. Yeah, right. So I got the Lions minus three. That's probably going to move. Um, then I got the over-unders. I got Vikings, Raiders, over 40 and a half. Okay. And then the Rams, Ravens, over 42 and a half. Rams, Ravens, you said? Yep. That was over 42 and a half. All right, so I have, I also have the Lions minus three against the Bears. I have the Broncos and the Chargers. Uh, I got the Broncos plus two and a half. Broncos okay. play, playing all right. The Chargers they're, stink right now. Yeah, they're going to get in the playoffs too. Yeah. If we all made fun of the Broncos and Russell Wilson. And then they turned it around as soon as we yeah. made fun of them. Yeah. Yeah. They won like six straight or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I have another division game Panthers, Saints. I got the Saints minus five and a half. Um, okay. I have the Chiefs and the Bills over forty-seven and a half. It just seems like a shootout kind of game. I know the Bill, like, I know both of those offenses don't look like they have in the past, but yeah, it's still a game that could be a shootout. I think. Um, and then I got the Packers and the Giants over thirty-seven and a half. Okay. Did you see the um? Did you see the over under of the Patriots Steelers game? It's like thirty and a half, right? Thirty or something. And a half. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was tempted to take it just because it's yeah. so low. But like they just lost six nothing, so <laughs> right. It's exactly. not. It's probably not likely. <laughs> right, exactly. And the Steeler, like I, I don't even yeah. know like, who's quarterbacking for them. Pickett's, uh, isn't he? Is it yeah. Trubisky still? Or no, he, I think Trubisky left. No, I think Trubisky left, didn't he? Nah, he he was playing uh, on Sunday. Um, let's see. Let's see who the Steelers quarterback. Is. He was playing at one point. I don't know if he's finished the game, but he was playing for the Steelers. Um. Yeah, Strabisky and the Mason Rudolph yeah. is our third string quarterback. <laughs> Yikes! So yeah, is he the guy? He, he is he the guy that got beat in the head with uh yeah the helmet with, uh, who, yeah Miles Garrett helmet yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. I had a lot of fun watching him and uh, James Washington. He's a receiver. He I know he was on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh drafted both of them. Uh, a lot of fun at Oklahoma State. I was like one of my teams like. Like not one of my teams, but that that specific year. Yeah. A lot of times I pick teams to watch. I try to watch team like certain teams every uh, every year. Like I'll, I'll pick like two or three teams where I try to catch most of their games. Uh, and that year, I guess it was like twenty nineteen, maybe. Um, Mason Rudolph and and James Washington were. I thought they were going to be superstars. It's actually a good transition because like we don't really, we don't usually talk college sports on here. But yeah. like, do you have any sort of opinion or take about the the, the football playoff? 
Because there's, yeah, there's a lot of takes out there about how Florida State should have been in. So it's not that I... Th- okay, I, I was telling somebody today, I think that they got it right. It's not that I think they got it right. I think I think I, I think I worded it wrong. I think it's more... I'd rather see Alabama in the playoffs than, and I think most people would rather see Alabama in the playoffs than FSU. So, yeah, but is that a good reason to keep FSU out? Well, listen. So, so five weeks ago, four weeks ago, whatever it was, their quarterback who was up for Heisman almost got hurt, um, breaks his leg. Yeah, Yeah. breaks his leg. I just, I just think it's a way better product, and that's the way that. College football is run. Whether you want to argue whether that's right or wrong, that's a totally different argument. And that, that and that's what I would argue is the right, even but, if but that's, even if even if he went down, they still found ways to win games. Like how do you how do you punish a team just because, because they're quarterback? Because because well, I'm not saying that's why they punish them. I'm just saying I think it's a better product to have Alabama out there. These and that's why college they did football. It. Uh, well, yeah, I mean they're they never it, sure. not going to have an SEC team in the playoffs. Sure. Like that's that was never going to happen. What I'm saying is, if you want to argue that it sucks that that's the way this is, that's why they're going to 12 teams. Like that's part of the reason. And it's Which more money. Is, yeah, and last year when they when it, last year two years ago, whenever they announced the 12 teams or whatever, I said. First of all, I still think twelve is a little too much, but I was against it. I thought four was fine, maybe six. The after this year and seeing FSU get screwed like that, I'm all aboard. But that. because like, if if Alabama truly deserved it over FSU, fine. I don't like I don't like giving it to Alabama just because they're Alabama and but it's they quote, didn't quote, a better but, product. But that but they didn't like like they, the Alabama played better the last four or five weeks, and that's the way college football is run. If you want to argue that it's it should be the collection way, of the season, yeah, well, it listen, should be the, this whole listen. season. Listen, if you want to argue, I know, but I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my point out there. Ahead, if you want to argue whether that sucks or not, that's a totally different argument. And that's what than, I'm arguing. Okay, let me finish my sentence go first. Ahead, go ahead. This sorry. is going to be the fourth time I'm trying to say this <laughs> sentence before you try to cut me off again. I'm probably going to cut you off again. Go ahead. What I'm saying is, if you want to argue that that sucks, okay, that's that's perfectly fine. I understand. I don't disagree with that, but that's the way that it is. It it's. College football is not like the NFL, where the NFL is if you have the best record, you get in. It's, it's It has always been, especially in the last 10 to 15 years, is if, are you, are you, are, is it going to make us money, number one? Number two, who, who has been the better team? Alabama has beaten better competition than Florida State has. That plays a factor in why Alabama got in and FSU didn't. I agree. It sucks that it's not by record. They should have gotten in if 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 that's the but that's not the way they do things. You could argue that yeah, it sucks that they do it that way, but it is what it is. They sure, they, yeah. they 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 put in teams based on okay, Alabama beat Auburn, they beat they beat Tennessee, like they beat the good SEC teams that could play in the NFL. Florida State played ACC teams. Yeah, they beat LSU, but LSU sucked this year. LSU sure. like they, they they called up LSU earlier this year and said, hey, do you want to be on our schedule? And LSU said, yeah, sure. I give them credit. Yeah, yeah. They they beat those teams they were supposed to beat if they have their regular quarterback and they still beat those teams. Like, the results didn't change and they'd, they'd be in. They, they got punished because their quarterback hurt. And they're, they're predicting... You know who? The, you know what the better matchup would be, and I think that's wrong. I think you, if a team deserves to get okay, in, that's to get in. yeah, that's totally fair to think that's wrong. But it yeah. is the way it is. Like, like sure. that, it, it is what it is. Like, and I, I think I, you're gonna sit here and tell me you'd rather watch FSU play with a backup quarterback than Alabama? No, that's all I'm saying. I mean, 
I'd rather, kind of I'd rather I would rather I would rather watch Alabama. I just okay, think, so then why are you upset that FSU's not in then? Because I think they deserve it. It's it's. I feel, but why I, do they deserve it more than Alabama? Alabama beat better teams to get there in a better conference. Who sure. the hell is FSU beat? Sure, no, I get you. I don't. I don't have their schedule up right now, or else I'd, I or else I you know start naming. It's probably nobody to answer your question. And listen, I don't watch. I don't watch college football enough to. Right, really, I, I understand. You know, I'm just, I just look at the overall landscape, and it just seems like they got in because they're Alabama. It that is part of it, sure. That's that's definitely a component, but they also got in because they're an SEC team who beats, you know, good competition, the best competition in the world at that level. Sure, uh, and they came back and won. Um, uh, against Auburn, and then they they won their their the SEC championship against um, Georgia, like they beat another top six school. Like <laughs> that's so why they, they got beat, in. They beat LSU, Southern Miss, Boston College, Clemson. This is FSU. Uh, yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. FSU. Virginia Tech, Syracuse, Duke, Wake Forest, Pittsburgh, yeah. Miami of Florida, um, uh, North Alabama. Florida and I mean Louisville is a pretty good matchup. I think they just, they just beat them sixteen to six. Louisville's not bad. Uh, Louis, now Louisville's not that good. They're they're they're, 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 right. they're a bit they're a bit overrated. Okay, they're a bit overrated. Um, right. but that but that's the, if if Alabama Alabama beat Georgia like in 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 the in the championship this past week like sure. that's why they got in. They beat another top six school. Sure, but at the same time, and like, listen, if I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, you're on the trust circle. Mm-hmm. Alabama and Nick Saban are starting to get on my nerves. I've, it's I'm, actually like, had just, the opposite effect on me. Really? I'm just yeah. tired of them getting shoved down our throat. It's If you're good, you're good. All right, fair enough. <laughs> like, like Alabama beat, uh, we're not even going to say Middle Tennessee because that's not fair, but... Um, <laughs> They beat old. They beat Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Texas A and M, Tennessee. Uh, LSU doesn't count because they suck this year. Uh, Auburn, you Georgia. Like I mean, they're ranked. They're ranked thirteenth. LSU was nine and three this year. That's okay, not good. Yeah. No, it's it's not good. But I mean, two two of their losses came against Alabama and Florida State, who are ranked right, what, four and five or or three and four sure. or whatever it is. So I mean, I think the quality of loss matters. Like uh, those are the two best teams, you know, two of the four or five best teams in the country. Yeah, I think they think, but maybe. (laughs) Um, yeah, I just, I just think Alabama is just beating better. If so, them beating Georgia, a top six team, is what got them in. I was about to ask that if if they lose that game to Georgia, yeah, there's no way. Do, do you think, no way. Well, I know there's no way they get in, but it, is it Georgia in I the fourth spot, or do you think it's FSU? Okay. No, I think it's FSU. Because I think FSU might be a better product than Georgia. Okay. Personally. All right. Fair enough. I was curious. I mean, maybe not. Maybe, you know, Georgia's... Well, people people would have looked at that the same won, way that people are looking at the Alabama win. The Georgia, you know, they'd be saying, well, well, Georgia beat Alabama. Like, they, they have to get in. So Yeah. I, then maybe they do get in. Yeah. Maybe I mean I think Texas, I think Texas and Michigan were definitely in. Yeah. I I I think well I think I think Michigan's I think one right. Or Michigan's no, like, one. Washington yeah. is two. I think those two teams were definitely going to get in. But in my opinion, I thought Washington, I thought uh, Michigan and Texas 
would have been no brainer for me. Yeah. Um, but that's 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 why this is why they're going to twelve because you could sit here and say about seven eight teams that deserve that's to get in the top personally four. Why I think that's personally why I think twelve is a little too much. I think eight's the perfect sweet spot. But if we had if there were eight, I'm sure the ninth and tenth team we could talk about. Right, you know, how how they should have been in or not? Right. So I mean, and we're going to talk about how the fourteenth and thirteenth right. team yeah. should have gotten in too. Yep, totally. Listen, I don't disagree that it sucks that like there's a committee and they and they said, but it's not just like oh, it's Alabama, like we have to get them in. Yes, there is a component That's where they're never going to let. Yeah. There's there's a component that they're never going to sit here. Well, no, I don't think it's an Alabama thing. I think it's an SEC thing. I think they sat here and said, "There's no way we're going to let not let an SEC team in." Like it's the best. It's some of the best football that has been played in the last fifteen years. Like, even in a, even with the NFL, like, um, yeah. But if you have to force the SEC teams to get into the top four, are the I mean, is it the same powerhouse it once was? I mean, it, it is obviously. Yeah, but it's, I mean, this year was a bit of a down year, but I mean, look at the last five years, sure. even alone. Georgia was incredible. Alabama was incredible. Um, LSU the year Joe Barrow was yeah, incredible. right, right. Yeah. Um. So. I uh, I I just I just think there was a component of the SEC thing. Whether if if Georgia won that game, they're probably in. Um, and but I, but I also just think it's very it's heavily it's weighed heavily on who did you beat, when did you beat them, how did you beat them, you know, did you you know did where how did you how did you get here? Like like that's that's I think is a big component. Yeah, FSU just didn't play the teams that Alabama did. Yeah, but you only play who's on your schedule, right? We talk about it all the time. Sure, but they play the same teams every year on their schedule. Yeah, it's not like, no, you know, it's sure. college football. They play the same they, they 10 schools every games. year. And the, well, right. they schedule their own games, too. Well, the first three, four games, yeah. But after yeah. that, it's, you know. Schedule tougher games for those first two or three. Move out games. of the conference. Go go to the SEC. Yeah. Florida, they would, they, uh, SEC would take Florida State in a heartbeat. Oh, sure. So. They should if they want to be, you know. Right among the that's why Texas and Oklahoma schools. are going. Yeah, Texas, I think can compete now. I think Oklahoma can in the in the SEC. Probably, um, they're, a good, they're a good program usually. Well, I, I think it. I think it definitely helps when it when, and that's why they're doing a part of the reason why they're doing it. It really helps Recruit. to say, yeah, like yeah. we're Oklahoma, we're SEC. Like, yeah, it really helps. But uh, yep. I, listen, man, my, my I'm I'm going to be a big Texas fan next year. So you better watch out. Why is that? Because we got we got we got an we got an Arch Arch Manning. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, fair, he's he's fair gonna enough. he's gonna be making his debut. Yeah. So he's. I mean, he's he played freshman. this week. But I was gonna say he's a freshman this year, right? He redshirted most of the year, and, and uh, uh, he played he played like the second half because they were up big. Okay. They were up. Yeah, like, I think that, they won that, by like fifty. I don't know how the rules were. Doesn't that like get rid of your redshirt eligibility, or does it not? Well, yeah, because they took him. They basically took. I guess they took off his red shirt. And I don't know. I don't know how it works. Honestly, I don't know how, I don't know how that not works. sure. But yeah, I mean, maybe it's a certain amount of games. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see what Texas does. I mean, back I, we're going back years, but they were like the dominant like powerhouse yep. of the country. Them in like, USC, yeah. Vince Young era. Yep. Really, I mean, they were great. So. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna be getting a couple Texas Longhorn hats, couple rocket T-shirts. Yeah. Dude, the, I'm gonna the get white a 16 jersey, jersey. The white Texas jersey's clean. It's clean. It's clean. clean. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be a Longhorn next year, so okay. gotta watch out. Better better yeah, be prepared these next here's, these here's next the two thing. three years. Well, here's the thing. I'm sure a lot of Texas Longhorn fans are Dallas Cowboys fans. I don't know if we can have this. <laughs> well, you know, um, 
I don't I don't mind the Rangers, you know. Uh <laughs> I don't I don't really care for so the Mavericks too much. Yeah, yeah, right. Um the Mavericks don't bother me. No. Yep. It's just the Cowboys. The stars, did you like, see, I don't did, care about did the you stars. See, it came out of, did you see Mark Cuban sold this like state yeah. in the, the Mavs? Uh yeah. Uh did you read like did you did you read about it? Like what a he, little, what, a what, little he bit. what he gave up. So he gave up all of his I share, think, I thought, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. M- most of it, I believe. Okay. Most of the majority stake. Okay. He's yeah, still yeah. running the, the team, though. He's still operating um, the team. Um, it, it's just, it's just, dude. Like all the conspiracies out there, like, oh, he was. He, they found. They found the manifest. Like he's on Epstein's island. Like he's got to give up everything now. <laughs> and then another, another one was like, another sure. one was like, he was like, or he's running for president. Like, like it's one of the like it, yeah. co- it couldn't. Like it had to be one of those two things. It was like it was just no. He just found a way to make more money. Like <laughs> well, he also, he also dropped out of like Shark Tank. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like he's not on there anymore. Yeah. Um, that, I just, I, I just reading. think he he bought some like small little town in Texas. Just bought a whole town. Well, it's yeah, that's part of the the yeah. him selling the team. Um, it I honestly I wouldn't be surprised if in like three years he buys them back and like yeah he just triples his money, <laughs> not right. triples, but you know, makes more money. Um, yeah, it's it's wild. Um, before we get out of here, one little bit of Phillies news came out today. Rob Thompson extended yep through twenty twenty five. I'm what I'm fine with this. Like I don't think this means anything. I I'm surprised. Think- you're surprised what that they did it or that I feel that way? That you feel that way. I don't think it means anything. I think in sports in, in sports in general, teams don't like going into a year with a lame duck head coach. Yeah. And I, I think have I one year left. If it doesn't work out this year, you could easily fire him and pay him yeah. whatever. And I don't think they'll ever f- quote unquote fire him. I think it'll be like they mutually part ways or he retires sure. or yeah. And I and I think it's important for them to or or, or they they think it's important to kind of have that like Stability. it's just going to be like a one year deal <laughs> yeah. as they go on. It's not going to be like a four year deal for Rob Thompson. Like you know, well, before they I mean, know he's he, at the end of of, yeah, of this. Before he got the job, he was thinking about retiring. Right. So I mean, it's yeah. And then and then when he got the job, he was going to retire at the end of that year. Right. Next year or two. Yeah. Well, is it two years ago now? After he got the interim job. Yeah. Yeah. And then led them to the World Series, and I guess yep. he figured, why why not? Yeah, but that's why yeah, I think I, I even even, think on end, yeah, even on his end, yeah, even on his end, I think it's a good like one. Yeah, you know, let's just keep it that one year just, deal because the year like, that I want to be done, I'll you know, yeah, I'll make it that year. And yeah, and again, they they teams just teams and and players or teams and coaches don't like to go into that final year as a lame duck. Yeah. So at the end of the season, if he still has one year left, he either wants to leave or they want him to leave. I, yeah. They could easily get out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, really quick. Um, I've, I've been reading all over. Uh, apparently, they a lot of experts believe Otani is going to sign this week. Really? What, yeah, because... Did they say any teams or... I, I've seen a couple of rumors. Um, okay. The reason is because he's so... He's going to command so much money that a lot of teams are just like, we want to get this over with so that we can start building our teams. You can plan, yeah. You can plan, yeah. plan, yeah. Um, but you don't think the arm thing the fact that he can't pitch hurts him at all i don't know i i'm not sure um because he's not gonna pitch this year but he's gonna hit like he's he's gonna he's gonna yeah. be a dh this year yeah. uh i'm just i, I, just I guess it's up to 40 him home runs or 100 yeah. rbis like easy. i i think it's gonna be up to him does he does he want to continue to pitch like if he wants to continue to pitch i think there aren't gonna be many teams that aren't gonna be like here's a blank check right. you know if he sits there and says like i don't know if i really want to pitch if i was him i would 
probably be like I'll pitch for like two years and then kind of just move to that DH thing. Yeah. yeah, but he's the reason he's so valuable is because he does it on both sides. Sure, but like your like, best I'm, I'm, your I'm, best I, abilities, your availability. Sure, but I'm not gonna. I'm you not can't gonna do both forever. I'm not gonna say it's easy to find Otani's bat because it's not. I think it's but easier like, to find his arm, honestly. I maybe listen, but, but but where he's so valuable is that he, he's one roster spot. Sure, and he does it both. Sure, absolutely. But he's also got to think about himself. I don't know. If, I I'm not confident that he can do both forever. I'm just sure. not. Or, or I mean, even it's the second the, Tommy John surgery. Well, sure, but well, we saw. I mean, Verlander won a Cy Young after his second, I think, right? Yeah, but he didn't bat. <laughs> True. Um, or or maybe in a couple years, they still want to have value out of his arm. Throw him in bullpen rolls here or there. Sure. Instead, I just I think I just think his day. best ability, uh, your best ability is your availability, and if he continues to do both, is he's just not going to last. Yeah, but if. He wants to pitch and hit. You're easy paying. You're paying him easy forty to forty five million a year. If you're sure. just having his bat, what twenty five million a year, thirty million? A nah, year? he'll get he'll he'll get more than 30, that. Probably he'll probably get thirty to thirty five. So. Yeah, all right. That's still yeah. ten ten. But here's the thing. Less, 10 but here's the thing less. though. He's he's a he's a top ten, closer to ten than he's the one pitcher. Would you agree with that? Top ten, closer to ten than one. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably fair. I, yeah, I mean, I probably put him somewhere five, six, seven, eight, which again is closer to ten than it is one. Sure. Yeah. And he's also probably. I was looking at this the other day. Um, you could argue he's a top five hitter. I don't. I. I over his, this past year probably, but I over his career, like, I don't. I don't know that. I don't. And I understand having both of those things being really good at both. Right. Makes you more valuable, yeah. but like, but like, I just think if he if he sits there and says like, I I, I really really think he's got to pick one, and I think I think it's a hitting because he can it play every day. Make, it just doesn't make him as valuable though, and like it, it, it doesn't. Just be, and just that's what I'm saying. It doesn't. But like just being and just being DH also doesn't really have like you're not playing the field at all. You're literally just hitting. Yeah, but now now that it's in both leagues, it's yeah, it's no, it's, it's, it. it's a position like yeah. it's you know. I, I just think for his own sake he'll still get five hundred million to be a hitter. Um, you think he'll get five hundred yeah. million for just being a hitter? Close to it, yeah. Trout got four hundred and fifty. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was in twenty nineteen. Right. How old is Otani? He's what twenty nine? Thirty. Yeah. Oh, I think he'll Trout be thirty. How old is Trout when he signed that deal? Probably about thirty. Twenty. Yeah. No, he's a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It was no. It, I think he was the same age as Harper. Twenty seven. Twenty. Okay. 26, that, 27, that matters like that. though. Sure, absolutely. So, but I, I mean, I think Otani will pitch another two, three years. I think that's after the surgery. But like, I just, he's not I, pitching this, right, right, he's not right, pitching correct. Twenty correct. Um, I just, I just think that's the smart thing for him to do is say, maybe you up, you know, you, 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 the, the first half of the contract is where I get most of my money when I pitch, and then I'm going to be done in two, three years, four years, whatever right. it is. Yeah, and, no, and then the, I may, I'll I make less money like that. Yeah, I can definitely see a structure like that. It, but I just think that's best for him well, to, to be able to play until he's career. close to forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I get it. Verlander, Tommy John came back and won. Verlander's and he, a freak, uh, though. Like, sure, but he doesn't do both like Otani does. That's a lot of wear and tear. Sure. Yeah. He's got you know he's just got to hold his body's got to hold up so yeah I I read that uh there was there was um uh the Cubs the Blue Jays 
the Giants, the There's Dodgers, the Blue Angels. They apparently they have the highest offer. Um, they're gonna have to have the highest offer for multiple reasons. What do you mean? Why? What do you mean? Um, one, the Canadian dollar and taxes, he, he'd lose out of money, so right. like they'd they'd have to pay him more just to kind of you know balance that out. Uh, number two, I doubt he'd want a like a third citizenship. Like he's already Japan, U.S. Like I doubt he'd want a third. Yeah, but they, they, that's so easy there. for them to get. Yeah, no, I get it, but like it's just another thing for him to think about. Like, I don't yeah. know, does he want to go to a third country? Like, I, I don't know. Um, I, I think, I think, I ha, I don't, I don't think the Dodgers let him out of their sight. Yeah, I think he's a Dodger, and I think it's, you know. Do you see? Uh, speaking of the Dodgers, do you see Mookie Betts is Moving apparently going to move to second base? Yeah, yep. is your fantasy, fantasy team happy? Yeah. I like it, dude. Because the reason, like, outfielders are so much easier to find. Yeah, in fantasy baseball, and like yeah, second basemen yeah. are really tough to find. Yeah, there's like two, three, four great second basemen in the league. Yeah, so I'm I'm cool with it. My fantasy. I'll team give you my next four first round picks and and more. Uh, I know you do like Mookie Betts. I you love, love yourself Mookie. some Mookie Betts. Love yeah. me some Mookie. He's been great. Um, he's, he's, he's yeah, I mean, easy Hall of Fame. Like he's great. He's up there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. He, hopefully, he, hopefully, hopefully, these next few weeks we'll get to like talk was, about some free agents. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I hope so. Um, he was kind. Of, I mean, he was he played everywhere last year. He was in the outfield. He, he played all some over. shortstop. Yeah. yeah. Played second base. So curious to see him at second. I think he had a kid too in the middle of the season. Did he? Yeah, I think he was on like maternity paternity leave uh, for like two or three games. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, it's, I'm curious if the Phillies do anything. It sounds like they're pretty much done. Like I don't like done. Like I it sounds like they're not going to make any big moves. Like I mean, maybe See, I, Moto, I don't think but who knows. Yeah, I I actually I actually think that they. I actually think they do get to go go for another big name. You think so? And, um, yeah, I think they're in on Yamamoto. I don't know if they get him um, or Yamamoto, whatever his name is. Um, I just I wouldn't be surprised if they bring in Snell. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a trade. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Hater, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, yeah. you know, um, just trying to make this team a lot better. So, I don't think it's going to be like Otani, you know, Otani or like yeah, uh, who, who else if, is a big. If you're Dombrowski, you have one move to do whatever the hell you want. What's what's the move you're making? If I'm Dombrowski, yep. Um, I go I I go all in on Yamamoto. Yamamoto, yeah. Dude seems legit. I mean, you yeah. never know how it translates from there to here, but yeah, it's, it's the second best league in the world. Yeah, sure, a sub two er career ERA. He's twenty four years old. Like, is he that? He young? may come I here he and suck. Twenty six. Yeah. No, he's twenty four. So, speaking of another guy that pitched over in Japan, would you entertain uh, Trevor Bauer? Um, I don't know enough about like the legal situation right now. It sounds like it's done, although I'm not entirely. But sure. then, but then there's like another person that's coming out like on like um um anonymously. So okay. I I don't know I I don't I don't know enough about the legal situation to be like yes or no. Yeah. So I pitched pretty well over there. Yeah, he's a good pitcher. <laughs> yeah. I I no, would no I would story actually was nuts. If they if they don't get Yamamoto, I would actually be very much in, awe, and I know he'd have a great, very good year. Uh, Dylan Cease, I, I would I would consider that too. But it just doesn't seem like the Phillies are one of the teams that are kind of 
going after him. I'm curious what Cease gets because like two years ago he was you know he's unbelievable. Finalist, yeah, he was really good, and he's still fairly young. And the last year he was brutal. But that, yeah. I mean, their team kind of was. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I also had him on my fantasy team. He was great two years yeah. ago. He's he's shitty last year. Right. So, I'm cur- but again, I'm just like yeah. just like we were talking about football, it's like sometimes you just kind of get like a new, a new scenery and things change. Sure. So yeah, I I, I would be open to that. Yeah, Dylan I just sees. don't think the it does doesn't sound like the Phillies are one of the teams that are kind of interested. I, I could be totally wrong, but well, I think they're I think they're trying to limit their question marks. I guess like yeah. they're, they're willing to take the question marks for a guy like Yamamoto because. The ceiling is so high. And you don't have to give up anything for him except money. Right. That's also true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is he's um, not afraid and you got to trade? No, you have to trade for him. Yeah. He's probably. He only they, has they said, a year or two left, I think, doesn't he? I'm not sure. Uh, I just read that he's very much. They're probably going to move on from him because they're going to they're gonna rebuild. Like Tim Anderson's going to probably. Did Tim Anderson sign anywhere yet? Uh, not that I've seen. I, I read I read a lot of things. Like he's probably going to go to the Angels. Um, that, that team is just going to... Yeah. Uh, it's a shame because I think he's a really good player. Um, a very good player. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I just I just read, like, the Braves are kind of considering it because um, Freed's a, a free agent after after this year coming up. Um, I think the Dodgers were in on Cease. Uh, Houston. You know, all, all, all the teams that are not the Phillies. Right. Well, the Houston would make a load of sense for Cease. Yeah. Like, anytime they get, like, a reclam, not a reclamation, but anybody, the time they get somebody who's, like, down in their careers. Yeah. Like, you look at, like, Granky was having Charlie Morton. Yeah. yeah. Granky, Morton, Verlander. People called Verlander Cook when they traded for yeah. him. Yeah. And then he, like, won a Cy Young. Like, they just. They traded for him twice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. When he was cooked both times. Right. Right. So they just, for some reason, they just find ways to get, like, more out of their pitchers or, like, revive yeah. their careers. So I can see, I can see Houston. But uh, oh yeah, hopefully we talk a little, a little more baseball in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Are you ready to get out of here? Yeah. All right, we're gonna get out of here. Like us on uh, on social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Fired Up Sports. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. We will see. We're gonna we have a special guest next week. Yep, I'm yep, excited yep. for that. So we'll uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll tease that now and later on in the week we'll we'll post something. So I'm excited for it. We will see everybody next week. See you then.